All right, that was a little 8-bit Brudda is in honor of our special guest today. Hold on, who's that? Brudda Ian. Uh, oh, you mean Professor Ian. Professor Brudda Ian. Yeah. Um, so... Well, wait, we're best frenemies. Oh, yeah, sorry. Best frenemies, I'm Christopher Long. And I'm Johnny Castana. Yes, people kept complaining that we didn't introduce ourselves. Actually, and by people, there was one person who's a professional who gave us... A lot of notes. Gave us notes. And actually, has he listened since he's given us the notes and we've incorporated his his uh, suggestions? I think that we did so good on his suggestions, he's just boycotting us now. He's just like, he's like you... Fuck those guys. They are challenging me. <laughs> You know, you know when people yell at us, Chris, and after a while they realize that we're just going to do what we're going to do? Oh, no. My, my whole <laughs> life, dude. <laughs> Actually, I told my parents when I was 13, um, yeah, you're done raising me. Now take me to the mall. <laughs> Such an asshole. Such an asshole. <laughs> oh. Your mom just let me in the, the house tonight, too. You know what? She <laughs> once told me. She's listened. I don't know if she's listened to the podcast recently. I think she, like, does the face palm when she listens. We're talking about <laughs> drugs and stuff. But one time she was like, you know what? You need to be nicer to Johnny. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. It's my <laughs> shtick. I told my wife, I'm, I'm the nice one on the show. And she's like, what? You know what? You're just an asshole, Chris. That's that's about <laughs> You know what? I'm getting this rep unfairly that I'm just like a bald, short, grumpy guy. So two of the three, yes. I'm short and I'm bald. You forgot old. Dude, we're the same age, motherfucker. We're the same age, asshole. Forty five yeah, I just turned forty five. Yeah. Thanks we're for coming over to my birthday party, Chris, for the fights. Yeah, no, that was a good, uh, good you know what, you know what, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. So we're going over the house and I'm like, all right, dude, this is like my best friend of me. <laughs> I got to take him a gift and I'm going to be like the superstar. I'm going to be like the one guy that's going to bring him a gift. I got a good card. I gave you a gift and I'm all like, yeah, I'm the man. <laughs> Everyone fucking gave you a gift. They're like, oh, look at this coffee table Kobe Bryant book. <laughs> Dude, that was only because my wife organized it. And I think that they, it was, that was because my, my Everyone, wife. they're bringing you cool gifts. And I'm I just do, like. I got a lot of rad gifts. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm supposed to be the best friend of me. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes, hey, they stole my thunder. Everyone I wanted to win that the UFC lost. Oh, welcome to my world, dude. dude, dude. The you've been the, hanging out with me too I long, did, dude. I do. The Gooch is rubbing off on oh, me, dude. Oh, you got the jinx. Fuck, man. So hey, so uh, let's get into what we're gonna talk about this podcast. We're oh, what are we gonna talk about? We're kind of doing this shit on the fly, yo. <laughs> right before Christmas. Oh, I know. We're trying, dude. How long has it been since we had an episode come out? It's been a while, but this could pretty much sum up how's it how it's been going. Um, the, the amount of chaos in my life right now, I, I told my, my wife yesterday, like, oh my God, I can't believe it's only Thursday because this week has seemed so long. And she's like, Johnny, it's fucking Tuesday. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that pretty much. Yeah. That pretty much sums up this yeah. week. I'm fucking over it. We, I need a, I need a, Hey, do you get, do you get the whole time off between Christmas and uh, uh, New Year's? I get Christmas day off and I get New Year's day off, but I don't really, oh, I don't really have a job. My job is not that hard, so. Dude, that hey, maybe I should do. Can I do like a? a you want to go ride on some routes? You yeah, know, like, like cops. Can I go on the fuck, <laughs> dude? We'll record it. <laughs> I will be fired immediately if it, I go. <laughs> <with you>. <laughs> <laughs> There well, you. all right. In that case, I guess that's a no. <laughs> Live on location. Seven <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. <7-11. laughs> okay. Uh, hey, well, we saw some movies, so we're going to talk about some movies we saw recently with everyone. Yes. And uh, we're going to... We're interviewing uh, Professor Ian. Who's not here yet. And No, uh, we had I, to... Dude, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. He's never even done a podcast before, and I think his only reference is, uh, is a... 
I'm not entirely sure he's listened to a podcast before. It's, it's like Joe Rogan. So all he knows is he's supposed to get really high. <laughs> hey, um, hey, do you have a samurai sword? Because Joe Rogan always has a samurai sword for the guests. Shit, you know what? I have a machete. Uh, machete will be good. We can leave it on the table. All right. And uh, you don't happen to have like a, a stuffed werewolf in here, do you? Maybe the mini bike. We'll get him really stoned and let him ride the I mean, mini bike. I mean, we got the fucking little midget Boba Fett up there. That's pretty fucking cool man cave stuff right there, dude. Yeah. Um, so, and then we got uh, our top five, as always. And this is our top five favorite sequels. Yes. And actually, I'm just going to... I'm going to say it right now. Your list fucking blows, dude. Your list blows. Oh, because I, I left off Kung Fu Panda 2. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit, dude. Is, is that on yours? I guess we'll have to wait and find out. We'll wait and find out. And then we got uh, recommendations and... Uh, yeah, that's fucking it, dude. All right, cool. Well, let's start the show. What's up, nerds? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for the Top 5 List. All right, thank you, Donnie Darko, for that intro. Let's fucking do this. I'm ready. <laughs> Chris, Chris is taking on um, Dirk Diggler's character tonight, where he's like, "It's my big dick. I'm ready to fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> Put me in." Well, fucking, you've been piddling around with your computer for 15 minutes. It's been a while, dude. It's been a, November 14th was our last podcast. This Wait, way to go, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pathetic all right so this is uh top five and this month we are doing top five favorite sequels yes so you go ahead and you start all right i'm gonna start with the most con- controversial one i have on here chris i actually like this better than the original movie and this is my number five pick aliens that's bullshit dude no because let me tell you the first Alien was a masterpiece. I'm not saying Aliens was good, but it's not better than number one. So my picks... Aliens... No, it's not... Had, had more of everything that was good in one. No. No. Yes. No. It was like and the I, Michael Bay of fucking Alien dude, film. It was. it was... No. First the of all, first, way more Alien. Dude, the first was amazing. It was a masterpiece. It was great. And it, it set it up for two. Your that list already sucks. More of everything. You're f- yeah, fucking. Chris, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> so my my picks, and I don't know what you did with your lame ass picks. Uh, fucking my, one. <laughs> my picks, all of them I liked better than the original. All right, so that's my stipulation. All I right. like I like them better than actually the ori- looking at my other four. I do too. So yeah, but that fucking pick, actually, Aliens, is lame. That is a bad pick. Oh, wait till you see my other ones. Oh, fuck. All right. So my number five, Rathacon. Rathacon was good, but the first Star Trek movie was a fucking snooze fest. Dude, it was horrible. It was fucking horrible. I can't believe they were even funded to make another movie. Dude, Rathacon was amazing. Like, and I thought that when Rathacon came out, I was like... I was like, this movie's going to suck. The first one was so boring. Oh, it's it not horrible. Star Wars. It was horrible. And then I'm watching it, and who comes on the screen? But a fucking tan, badass, Ricardo Monteplant <laughs> from Fantasy Island. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just call him? You know how I like to murder names, Chris. <laughs> Ricardo Montalbant. And uh, so it's the, what, it's the dude that was stood with tattoo that said, smiles, everybody, smiles. Mr. From, Rourke. From Mr. Rourke. From Fantasy Island. Only now he's tan and buff and has got the most. He's doing some cool shit. Can we just talk about how fucking awesome. Hey, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is my fucking list, bitch. I have to get out the fact that he has a silver fox mullet. You know what, dude? (laughs) Fucking you should have picked it and you could talk about it. All right? That's my pick. What's your number four? (laughs) Mullet. Um, (laughs) Number four. Again, better than the first one. Terminator 2. No, wrong, wrong. Dude. That is so, no. The first one, amazing. Dude, oh, the wait, second is not sec- better. No, Are you kidding me, no, dude? No, 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 I'm not fucking kidding you. We've had this argument the, with Coach the, Jeff. The metal, no. the metal melts. <sighs> fucking badass cop. Runs super fast, dude. 
Dude. And then it, the metal comes back into him. The Dude. first Terminator was nearly perfect. Yeah. And they knew that they needed to make two to make it perfect, dude. No. Dude, Terminator wrong. 2 fucking rock, it's dude. Not, no, it was good, but it's not better than the fucking original, Why? asshole. You like your it, list sucks. Did you like it because they, they your, didn't have naked Arnold in the, the second one? Your list sucks. All right. Mine, and a lot of people don't know this. Can you unfucking cross your arms while you're looking at me right now, Chris? <laughs> Angry guy. Dude, I'm fucking, I'm ready to do this. All right. My number four, Silence of the Lambs. Do you know what the original was? The what, first one. Was it Manhunter? Actually, it was, but it was based on the book, Red Dragon, that first introduced Hannibal Lecter. You didn't think I was going to get that, No, did I didn't. <laughs> no. I'm actually kind of disappointed you knew it. <laughs> I was going to be all... Uh, uh, Oh, you got, idiot. You got so quiet. Oh, fuck. All right, moving right along. Okay, <laughs> this could have been my one, dude, because it's so fucking rad. Rocky 2. That, dude, once again, this is why your list sucks ass. That was not better than the first one. Are you fucking kidding dude, me, dude? Dude, that was a freaking, that won an Oscar. The first one was so good, and they r ruined it. No, no way, you got to come back and beat Paul Creed. They made and it. Yeah, dude. It's about once you uh, get knocked down, you get up again. <laughs> I get knocked down. <laughs> That's what I was going for. No, dude, the double punch dude. where they almost get both get knocked out. Now, dude, at, no. we've seen this a lot dude, now in movies. Dude, your fucking list blows, dude. dude. All yours, the sequels are not better than the original. My list is all killer, no filler, bitch. <laughs> dude, your list sucks. God damn, dude. That's why you're... I knew your list pissed me off as I'm pointing at you right now. <laughs> and now I'm reminded why it pissed me off. Your choices suck. Chris looks like he's going to kick me out of his house right now. <laughs> <laughs> I might. <laughs> Fuck it. This might I'm taking be my ball. like the most heated top five I'm we've ever done. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Jeez. All right. My number three, The Dark Knight. Better than Batman Begins. Hmm... Dude, shut up. Batman dude. Begins had the fucking dope-ass ninja no, scene. No, it was good. It was good. I loved it. But The Dark Knight had the Joker. Is, is better. I mean, Heath Ledger, it was better than the first one. And his story. And his story. Moving on. What's your number two? I can't watch one without watching the other. I, I, it's a trilogy. So that's the middle of a really long. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a trilogy? <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, it's hard to separate those movies. But. Well, well, I just did. Number two is better than number one. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Thank you. Now give me another fucking loser choice of yours. Oh, number two, Godfather 2. Because mm. Godfather um, 1, dude, like, I don't know if you've seen ooh, it recently. Yes. I have seen it recently. It's awesome, but... Godfather 2, they fucking... You know what? They went I, to will, town. I will not begrudge you that, but I like number one better. But that's just personal preference. They're so, both really also good. Part yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. My number two choice, The Road Warrior. Compared to Mad Max, dude, The Road Warrior was amazing. Uh, they, it was like, Mad, I, you know, it I'll was be like Mad Max with the budget. Dude. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of Mad Max. It's I not that good compared no, to... Compared no, because I saw The Road Warrior first and was like, dude, this yeah. is fucking awesome. And then I saw Mad Max and I'm like, eh. And it doesn't... And and Mad Max didn't have <laughs> my hero, the uh, boomerang boy. <laughs> the <b> <laughs> dude, he's like your spirit animal. Dude, he is. That's who I like need to envision when I roll next time. The one that throws the boomerang and does the backflips, dude. Yeah, and the one dude that tried to catch it and his <laughs> yeah, fingers got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number one? My number one is my favorite movie of all time, Empire Strikes Back. I totally agree with that pick. Totally, 100%. It's better than Star Wars. Yep. The best one of the whole fucking film library yeah. of Star Wars. Yeah. Dig it. All right. My number one pick, Superman 2. <laughs> Superman fucking 2, dude. Why? Was Les Lex Luthor in that one? 
Are you fucking shitting me right now? Kneel before Zod. <laughs> yeah, Lex Luthor was fucking in it, but then Zod? What was the fucking S that he threw that like took him down for you know, a second? Yeah, dude, let's not get... I've always wondered right. about that scene. Like, well, what was you know, that? let's, let's like, try to forget that It hole. was like a Superman condom that like dude, knocked him on the ground you know for what? a second. And he's like, ugh, and then gets right back up. You know, let's just... They let's never for- explained it to me, Chris. Dude. Let's just forget that part, all right? I love Superman too. It was better than the original. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, they had like more badass Superman people fighting. Yeah, he had to use his intelligence to beat him. <laughs> Fucking amazing. And hold it, there is a whole clip. Kevin Smith did this whole little monologue that, yeah, the reason why Clark Kent had to give up his powers because. If he ejaculated, oh, he would kill it, her. Lois, he would kill her. Yeah, so he had to be a normal man. <laughs> and when I heard that, I was like, "Dude, that totally makes sense." Power of the pussy, dude. Dude. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we can all agree, everyone, that my list was far superior than Johnny's. Uh, we'll let people come up and talk to us about that, Chris. Yeah, that'll be great. All right. Thanks. Hey, real quick, the interview lasts over. It's about an hour, so you're going to get part one right now, and part two you're going to get really quick in a couple weeks. So uh, stay tuned. Here's part one. So good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic, Molly Mall. I let my tape rock to my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight because I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Keep the raw G, Brucey B, kick a bring. Funk master flex, love bug star ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know. All right, Holy I hit sh- I hit record, Chris. <laughs> God damn, dude! <sighs> oh, All time, right, times so, has changed. So today, our special on a very special best frenemies and very sad best frenemies. No, that's true. We're saying goodbye to uh, Professor Ian. Say your last name, because I will butcher it. Delizo. Delizo. I didn't know. You know what? Your middle name's Felix? Middle name's Felix. Yeah, last we, name, Delizo. But we, my real name, first name, professor, last name, Ian. Oh. <laughs> okay. So middle name. Middle name, brother. <laughs> I tell that to the kids. You know what? Dude, when I get to know, like, I always call, like, Coach, Coach Jeff. I always just call Coach Jeff, Professor Danny, Professor Ian. Yeah. I mean, it's just fucking out of respect it doesn't change off the mat but it, it, johnny if you well i shouldn't say f when you become a black belt i'm not fucking calling you professor oh no <laughs> fuck you <laughs> hey real quick since we got a pro here so what is do you call a professor just to people that teach or just any fucking black belt hmm, it depends i guess if in my opinion if they're older than for me, because I'm a young black belt, or kind of young compared to other black belts, um, I just call them professor out of respect because I was always told to respect your elders. So that's good. So black belt John, <laughs> I'm fucking not calling him professor because I'm to. older than him. And fuck him, dude. <laughs> the, the fireman a- John? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> fucking asshole. I think it just also makes the person feel good, too. Like, oh, yeah, professor. Even though they don't teach, I think, uh, you know, there's quite a bit of black belts now. So it's not, I mean, it is a special thing, but it's, you know, it's like before there would be only like two or or three, if you're lucky, black belts in the room. Now, I mean, there's, you know, there's a handful because the level of jujitsu is rising and guys who've been training, you know, put in their time. So I think it kind of just like gives them props. Gives them their props. Just like calling a doctor doc, I guess. And fucking, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, let's get into that. Where 
what what island are you from? I am born on the island of Maui till I was six years old, and then I m- moved to Oahu. Uh, raised on Oahu from my grandma, and lived there since, or from 2000, oh no, what was it, 1997 to 2008, um, and yeah, fucking. Chris and I were already out of high school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'd been arrested twice. <laughs> probably. Hold on, what year was that? What, what year was uh, when I when I moved out? Yeah. Um, two thousand eight is when I graduated high school. My oh shit! I've been in rehab twice. <laughs> oh. My my dad's a second generation Hawaii. Uh, my my great grandfather came from Portugal to Hawaii before it was a state, and uh, his wife worked with the Queen, I guess. And uh Latifa? <laughs> oh, so you guys were the the fucking bastards that stole it from us. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I shouldn't say from us because I'm not a native Hawaiian, but I'm just playing. So so you're So you're, my dad, so my dad's Portuguese. Yeah. Party. No wonder. And there's it makes dude, sense there's now. there's no there's no Portuguese jokes down yeah. here. You go well, to Hawaii, it's, it's all the Polak jokes or Oh yeah, or I was Portuguese. just gonna say it's like the Polacks for, <laughs> for the for the, oh really? Yeah. For the oh, Americans, I should say. I would, I would be like, "Hey, I'm Portuguese," and they'd be like, "Bro, you might not want to tell everyone." <laughs> <laughs> so when did you come out to Southern California just to train with the Mendez brothers? No, I had, uh, I wasn't even training jujitsu at the time. I was a full-on student athlete. Um, what was your sport? I played in high school. I played just to pass all my grades and all my classes I had to play a sport in order to you know give me a a goal to to go to class because I wasn't the the brightest student either um but I played baseball basketball I paddled canoe um I ran track and football was uh, the reason why I came out to California so any basically any sport that was going on that season you, I had to you, pick something you'd have to do or something. else I would fall behind. I didn't want to – I was just uh, – I hated school. But you liked sports, all sports. So. Yeah. I mean, I have. I had ADHD. Um, right here too? Growing up. So <laughs> it kept me busy and uh, kept me out of trouble for the most part. You were studying uh, sports medicine too for – Yeah. So I, I really – I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, I knew All I knew is I was going to play football in college. And I didn't know what I was going to major in. I didn't know how college was. And I kind of just winged it. And I just, I decided on, yeah, becoming a, or wanting to become a, either a physical therapist or a athletic trainer. Because you're kind of the guy at the gym when someone gets hurt. We always run up to you first. Like, <laughs> hey, what the fuck do you think this is? Dude? <laughs> I, for a while, dude, back in the day when AOJ first opened, Ian was the guy that would actually drain your ear for you. I heard that. And then, like, in the in the locker room. And then they're like, um, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that yeah. at the school. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually fun. It's really easy. And the hardest thing is just getting your hands on some needles. Because, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I mean, it's hard to come by in these parts. And doctors do such a fucking horrible job i on saw jugs's post <laughs> like dude where they try and lance the ear they don't even drain it they try and lance it and this gets he's all like go to up. someone like go to a professor at your jujitsu gym and they know what they're doing yeah <laughs> don't go to the doctor yeah so what made you start jujitsu uh well funny story um back in high school after school, like, my friends and I would, would you know, throw in five bucks, and y- you know how it goes. They rowdy We kids. all pitch in five <laughs> bucks, you know, and then we, we, we twist up a little something-something, you know? <laughs> and then we would just wrestle on the grass. And at the time, it was BJ Penn, um, Jason Mayhem Miller. Those are the kind of two guys I was watching because they were winning. And, and exciting, dude, in the exciting, sport. Exciting, and they were twisting guys up, like twisting muscular, bigger guys than them, just dominating them on the ground. And I kind of just really wanted to do that, just didn't have the time 
or opportunity in Hawaii because of constantly playing a sport and you know um but you kind of you kind of like you paid a little extra attention because you told me one time for fun you, you would fucking uh t- you guys you would choke your friends out oh well, <laughs> well that was just us being stupid like, <laughs> like oh, i'll put them to sleep Watch. we would get stoned <laughs> and that's when the camera phone actually started like well 2007 2006 on the flip phone it was a flip phone i see i wasn't i was I wasn't fortunate fortunate enough to have a flip phone. Um, <laughs> I would always, you know, get the second best thing. <laughs> I think it was some sort of like I don't know. I forget what it was at the time. Uh, some sort of Nokia. But we would get high and stone, <laughs> really stone, and just choke each other out and film it, and then just you know, kind of just do dumb shit because we were dumb. Um, and yeah, and th- it was really fun, <laughs> and that kind of led me to always wanting to do it and finally when i got done with football in college uh i just i went to a local gym in the area um and yeah it's uh it was cool the the guys were awesome there uh the gym is called street sports and uh it's in santa monica okay um the instructors his name is hernato magno he is an absolute legend um if you ever saw the movie Red Belt, yeah. he's in Red Belt. Okay. Oh no shit! Right. And, uh, it's like the only jujitsu movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, that is kind of the only one. A lot of the cast were actually guys who who trained there, so it was it's pretty cool. And uh, the guys are so awesome. I I want to go and see them before I leave. Um, but yeah. Um, so how long did you train there? I was there for two and a half years. And so you're a blue belt? Yeah. You, and then I did you come belt. to AOJ as a blue belt? Yes. I, I I got to AOJ as a blue belt with four stripes. And then they took them I all took, off you? I took them off. I oh, like, before you I walked like, in the door? Oh, you're like, nah, I, I walked in with four stripes, you know, just to be like, yeah, you know, like, because there's a, I knew there was going to be a lot of blue belts, you know, yeah. wanting to join. So I just, you know, I just wanted to just show that I, I put in my time, so to speak, but quickly found out uh <laughs> you know the level was a lot different with uh it was like it was like uh like coming there because i started when the school opened and to be a white belt there at those times there wasn't a beginner's mat so <laughs> just yeah, thrown um, to the wolves it was kind of like we had to figure i i tried to figure out who was there to compete and who was there just you know because they wanted to learn jujitsu. yeah and just just so I can make friends, you know, because other than that, we're just trying to rip each other's heads off in front of the professors. Yeah, <laughs> there was definitely I was definitely one of those people that was used for other people's advantage to try and impress the professors because they were all battling for like uh, coaching positions when the school first opened. No, there was maybe one or two hired coaches before the school opened. So when I started AOJ, you were a purple belt. And, dude, I remember it was like going to my first meeting and meeting some, like someone got up and took like a two-year chip and it was like, dude, they know what's going on. (laughs) That guy fucking knows what's going on. He's a blue belt. (laughs) And, you know what? I've come to the conclusion that there's varying, like a Professor Ian Purple Belt is a lot different than a Chris and Johnny Purple Belt. Uh, and actually, hold on, let's bring up, so, you know, we had the fight last weekend, <laughs> and, um, Johnny, can you tell us what happened when I, you asked? Okay, so we're watching, we're watching the fight, it was before, uh, Max Holloway and, uh, Brian Ortega fought, and Brian Ortega's black belt in jiu-jitsu, and, and I said, hey, Professor Ian, isn't, um, Max Holloway, isn't he a purple belt? And he goes, he goes, Yeah. His, his jiu-jitsu wasn't that good. And then Chris and I looked at each we other. We looked at each other. Both being like, purple belts. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, but we're purple belts. <laughs> <laughs> Took the wind right out of our sails. Yeah, I walked into that day going like, all right, I'm doing great. <laughs> no, I'm not. Hey, if anyone needs to know what's going on, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's levels to this, yeah. as you guys know. Okay. We can even talk about blue belts. And let's, you know, that's 
No, oh, there, hey, I saw I saw a purple belt today that's all over the internet that just wiped up a black belt. Who? Nikki Ryan? No, from AOJ. Oh, oh, fuck yeah! Well, Coach Tynan's a he's he's a that's he's a, an animal. That's a that's a fake purple belt right there, <laughs> dude. You know what? I look at those. So Nick the Two sent out a video of him. The the like men in thirty was like the match the whole entire match and I'm watching shout it. out to Bill Cooper he is the man yeah no if you guys don't know who that is please look him up the guy's a legend they dude I look at all those guys like when fucking Jonathan was a purple belt and it was like it made me feel better because I overheard I was sitting there one day and um, Professor Hoffa was talking to Johnny and this was when Jonathan was like a a blue belt no he just got his purple and. Uh, I, and I asked him, I asked him, I said, I, I still have not seen anyone give him a hard time yet. Like, what is going on with that kid? And he goes, that's because he's, he's, that's a black belt wearing a purple belt. We just can't give it to him. He's too young. Like, it was. It, well, it's hard because these kids been training for years. And, you know, like, uh, the, with the whole belt system, they're not allowed to be black belts at. A certain age so they, what's the earliest you could become a black belt i think it's 20 i'm not sh- to be honest i think it's 20 it could be 18 but th- the way the if you you know calculate the belt and Dude, yeah there's all belt, kinds of rules be, yeah well it's changed a lot since i actually gave a shit to be honest because <laughs> um, as you guys know i don't compete anymore and i mean it's i didn't like quit competing i just you know decided on different focus yeah then you know my my goals changed and uh i'm more focused on on teaching you fuckers how to (laughs) how to strangle each other you know what's so every once in a while you'll be just like dicking around or like you'll roll and i fucking watch you and it's just like the level of technique Like, I'll do, like, maybe one move, and it's like, all right. I have, like, a couple where it's like, all right, if they do this, then I'm going to go for that. And I'm trying to build that. But watching you roll, it's just like, it's an endless arsenal of tools. And it's just like, how the fuck do you get to that level? I think it's getting my ass kicked a lot. Um, Well, then I'm on my way. (laughs) I I mean, it's part of the process. You know, I just... I watch what happens to me, I feel it, and then I try and repeat that to someone else or, you know, give it back. But um, to be honest, it's like you guys are just part in the process right now. It's, it's, uh, it's a long road, and I think just, uh, you know, more, more sparring and more just scraps. More scrambles. Yeah, just scrap. Dude, I've actually been having some pretty, like, uh, uh, Richard, Brown Belt Richard. Yeah. Had a really good role with him the other day. Juggernaut Rich. Dude, fucking, he just plows three. And then, you know what? At some point, I think you should fucking regulate Coach Jeff coming over the <laughs> mat and fucking, like, torturing Johnny and me. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? And then the thing I is that it. pisses me off is that he'll. Like, get us in side control or something and fucking look over at you and just smile. And it's like, fuck you, dude. No one's watching you. It's because we're his bros. He can't do that. He can't, <laughs> I told, try to explain this to you. He can't go do that to his students. So, like, we're a free game for him, dude. Dude, essentially, he's the Coach older brother. Jeff is the man. Dude, I he love can Coach. do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> Dom you know, the thing with Shout him. Shout out to Coach Jeff. The thing with he is so fucking patient with his rolling. Like, he'll just wait. And he's like going for a move, and he's just patiently going for it, and it's tight, and it's no facial expression either. Dude, <laughs> fucking drives me crazy. But yeah. he didn't tap me today, and I think I pissed him off. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. Um. So, you know. Hey, what college did you go to, too? By the way, I am a Santa Monica Corsair. Nice. I didn't even know what a Corsair was. I was just going to ask you, what is it? It's I've... pretty much a pirate. Really? A marauder, yeah. Corsair. Huh. Okay. It's just a fancy way oh. for saying pirate. See, I um, went over my head. I don't know. I don't read enough pirate books. So, I mean, Johnny's a butt pirate. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, speaking of pirates, um, 
we do a obstacle course for my three to five year old class. And uh, for one of the rounds, it's usually the third or fourth round. We call it the pirate round where they have to do the whole obstacle course with one eye closed. <laughs> and then sometimes I tell them at each coach, they have to say, Arr. <laughs> and I don't know. That's I just, it's one of the things that uh, the gets bet. me through the day. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of that, that reminded me of something. We did a, my son and I will do private lessons with you. And this fucking one time, Professor Ian's like, hey, Jackson, hop on your dad's back. We're going to do some warm ups. I had to fucking run around the mat with my fucking kid on my back like he's Yoda. <laughs> but he fucking weighs four times as much as Yoda. And I'm like, this is bullshit. And Jax is like, no, this is great. I'm like, all right, my turn. <laughs> is it true Professor Ian beat you up so bad one day? Oh, dude, this motherfucker. That, that when you ask Jackson to take out the trash, he's like, why don't you take out the trash? And you're like, what? And he's like, do I need to call Professor Ian? <laughs> <laughs> no, this. I thought you were going to bring this up. That's awesome. So... One time I'm rolling with him, and all of a sudden he's like, has the mount on me, and he fucking pulls out his his guitar or like his lapels, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is he doing? And he bends over me, and so it's kind of covering me like a tent, and I'm like, I'm like kind of posturing, I'm like, you know, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? What is he doing? I'm like, man, it's getting hot in here. I'm like, dude. I'm having a hard time breathing. He's sweating. And I fucking you. like, tap, tap, tap. And he's like, nah, keep going. I was just going to see how long he lost. Oh, what did you call that? I like to call that the good old hot box. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but you know what pissed me off about it? <laughs> fucking Todd was sitting at the side, not rolling. Yeah. And he fucking is all giggling. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Can't giggle at me. Dude, holy shit, real quick. Dude, you haven't even lit up. That shit you're packing in there, I can smell it. What's what's that one called again? This is called Hardcore OG. <laughs> this is heavy indica stuff. This is this is nighttime, dude. That is gnarly. Let me pass it around. Is that, is that indicus or sativa? <laughs> <laughs> dude, you know what's so pop? Pop was the one drug I didn't like. Yeah, that well, was the opposite direction Chris and I like to go. I like to go up. Dude, so essentially <laughs> Professor Ian's going full Elon uh Elon Musk. Musk. Dude. That is so Holy That's shit. crazy strong. That's that this shit wasn't around when we were kids, dude. No, we had, dude. We had the Mexican dirt weed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was smoking seeds and stems. Yeah, Getting a sore throat yeah, when I think I'm like, high. Getting fucking paranoid and <laughs> one thing for sure that'll uh definitely Lower the sperm count for sure. It's what smoking seed and, and stems. Well, dude, I'm impossible. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know about getting impossible you high. for Chris and I. Our balls are in our wife's purses right now. So. That, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost as good as the butt pirate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So, so, so Professor Ian, for those of you that that aren't, for the three people that listen to our podcast that aren't in our class, Professor Ian took over. Well, he's, he started uh, co-doing the Dom Patrol with uh, Professor Danny. You know what? And actually, Professor Ian kind of like chilled out Professor Danny. Because I think Professor Danny oh. was about three seconds away from kicking us out of class. Well, a couple times. <laughs> Were you there? There was, there was a couple instances where he just lost it on Chris and I, dude. Like, couple, he circled up the class and told people our jujitsu would get better if we stopped joking. <laughs> Shout out to Professor Danny. <laughs> He is also the man. Yeah, yeah I love him. He, he can do whatever the fuck he wants at Don Patrol as well. No, that's <laughs> true. He is the originator. He, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He he is came the in originator because uh, Professor, Professor Bruno, Bruno. He was there for a month. Yeah. And then yeah, Professor Danny came in. And yeah. And funny, was, funny story. I used to roommate. I was uh, actually Professor Danny's roommate at the time when he started taking over the Don Patrol. And I was sleeping in the living room. And uh, was it true you had like nine people sharing an apartment? You guys had a lot. It wasn't nine, and I'm not gonna. uh, I would. Yeah, it it was a lot. It wasn't (laughs) nine though. But we that's we made it happen. And dude, I I wouldn't change the world. I mean, I wouldn't change it for anything. It was a awesome group of people I lived with, and uh, I I think if it was if it was if it was with any other group, I don't think we wouldn't have made it happen. But, yeah, so he used to ride his bike to the academy because we lived, like, a couple blocks away. 
and I was like sleeping in the living room at the time and I would just hear him every morning just walk by open the door get his bike go close the door and boom you know like every single morning you hear all the motions going on I'm just like fuck this (laughs) there's no way I would do that I was like it was you know and that's when I first started surfing too so you know I it was a it was a weird time of my life but I remember that and you know those were those were uh it was a crazy time for me but I just remember um him waking up and me thinking I'm never gonna fucking teach that class or he's crazy and then you started filling in for him when he would like when he wasn't at class it was always Professor Ian and then slowly but surely all of a sudden there you went from every like every couple of dates to like all of a sudden every day now you were like teaching with them. We went to Canada. We had a, like a we had like a seminar in Canada, and uh, yeah, I think we just work really well together. Dude, like, you're like raping those cords, dude. You know what? I feel like a fucking <laughs> feel like I don't know, bro. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Throw up a shaka. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you went up to Canada, you did a seminar? Yeah, and I think we just worked really well together, and I think me joining and, uh, you know, helping him with that class, it, it also helped him because he wasn't always having to focus every single morning yeah. to come up with a, you know, a curriculum of how he's going to show the class, and, you know, as, as professors and coaches, well, this is how I think anyway, uh, I always like I have a plan in my head. I have a backup plan, okay, just in case like someone shows up that's you know injured or maybe their neck is sore and I can't do the right techniques. Um, you know I have that plan B, but doing that five days a week, you know, however much weeks in a row, it kind of like gets to you and you you know, it's a lot to handle. And you teach other classes, but exactly. You, so that's that's the weird part. Um, that, but that you got to admit, the Dawn Patrol—that's a special class. Like oh, that's a special group I love of guys. It. It's my favorite class. And it's it's through the years, it's grown so much. Dude, it's gotten big. Fuck, I remember when, like early days. There were like, like six people on the mat. Yeah, like, I think I think people like understand and realize how you know how it could be a tough class. Not a tough class, but you could get good training in. Or you can just chill, you know, but you're going to, you're going to get a lot of drilling in and it's, uh, it's just a good group of guys to be, you know, to be with and start your day with. It's a good group of guys. I like that whole. I I love, I love everyone there. Yeah. Um, and, and shout out to the, to the females who show up too. Yeah. You know, we got a few and they're, they're scrapping with the boys. So. And that, that white belt class that, uh, coach Jeff has, dude, he's making a fucking army over there dude but when they come over to our side it's, dude, it's yeah. on dude like, there's some fucking gnarly like we keep I telling think them adding like, that class was was really smart um because you know there there is a lot of people who can't make it to night class or you know early, uh mid-morning class because of work or, not a lot of working professionals yeah but, oh dude i you know in that class i think dawn patrol is like the saving grace for the husbands and fathers yeah, that the, it's like it's the get your shit done while we're asleep class. Yeah, I mean, my wife can't give me shit if I'm up at fucking five thirty to train. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, no, it's a good group of guys. So so we so we lost Danny. We did Professor Ian, and then takes over. You know what? So this is the thing. So when Professor Danny left, I was like, "You better not be fucking going anywhere." So no, no, man, I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, it's gonna be like three years, and then I swear to God, like a That's month later, a month later, I heard like. Yeah, Professor Danny's leaving, or Professor Ian's leaving. I'm like, what? He just told me it was going to be like three years. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. He was, he was given an offer he couldn't refuse, apparently. Yeah. No, just things just happened, and like, it, it. to be honest, it all goes full circle back to my grandma. Um, what island's your grandma on? She's on Oahu, but I'm going to be going to Kauai, but it's like... That's hop, skip, and a min- jump, yeah, dude. 30-minute airplane ride, and... Um, you know, she's, she's in and out of the hospital. It's just one of those things where I'm like, I rather just be closer to her so I can sleep well at night. And she, she raised you. Yeah. She, um, since I moved from Maui to Oahu, 
she raised me she's Um, the one thing that like kept you grounded was yeah like you know poor thing she uh she had a rough life she pretty much was a single mom raising three kids and the three kids turned out to be not so good kids like you know, in uh, in Hawaii, you know, I do, I know. not one, but two. <laughs> you know, they call it Batu, but it's it's the meth that really fucks with everyone. And unfortunately, that was the the thing that kind of like got my mom, my uncle, and I think my dad. I don't know. My dad's a f- who gives a shit about him, but it's an epidemic out there. It still yeah, is, and I mean, heavy. it's been years. Like it's heavy since the nineties. It's been. But yeah, since so my grandma took over and she got custody of me and my sister and kind of just like handled. Yeah, and that, and that's pretty much the whole reason why I I just uh I kind of wanted to stick it out, but it wasn't like I wasn't I didn't feel any growth. And it, it's nothing to do with like oh, like I need more money, this and that, like I'm I'm pretty simple. Um but it's just like, you know, being away from the islands and, you know, the the aloha vibe. And every time I go back, it's like, man, I don't want to leave. Yeah. You know, it's 10 years is kind of a long time in the mainland Dude, that for is, an island boy. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, you can always come back too. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I, I actually want to, I want to travel. Well, that concludes uh, part one of Professor Ian interview. And you'll be getting part two in the next couple of weeks. Let's continue with the show. part of recommendations recommendations all right i'll go first um i've been on this noir tear i've been reading um so indie books um are kind of hit or miss you know you get it's a crapshoot um and i like to support indie writers that publish oh there's Uh, a shocker (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, li- I like to root for little guys fighting, Chris. <laughs> yeah, hold on real quick. Let me check the score on my team while we're talking about rooting for the little guys. Hold on. This will only take a second. Chris is... Uh, oh, dude, there's 17 seconds left and we're up by three points. Oh, Sounds any- like Steph Curry is going to come and destroy you, your dreams. Nope. Nope. All right. Anyway, so um, there is a publisher, an indie publisher called Broken River Books. That's run by this guy named J. David Osborne. He's put out a slew of really good books, and they're just down and dirty, like fifties pulp noir books. And so I've been reading a bunch of those, and I picked up one called Zero Saints by a guy named Gabino Iglesias fucking fantastic um it's really it's a short read it's like 200 pages and it's just a lean mean style does this like enforcer drug dealer who gets crossed by the wrong people and it's like you know mysticism involved i guess uh gabino is from puerto rico and he has this kind of like santeria kind of vibe going through it and priestess and fucking gnarly dude there's a scene in there with these like drug cartel um freaking gnarly i was actually cringing away from the book as i was reading it It was fucking fantastic and they also put out another book called coyote songs that came out just this year and it's also fantastic um is that based on the people that smuggle people in yes there's a so it deals with um like five different characters and one of them is yeah this coyote who's 
fucking transporting people in, but he thinks he's doing it for God. Like he's trying to rescue all the kids. Uh-huh. Um, but it's fucking fantastic. He's a fantastic. At this point, I will read anything he puts out. So Gabino Iglesias, Zero Saints, or Coyote Songs. Dude, I'll have to check that out. That sounds pretty dope. Okay, mine. You're, to- you're totally not going to read it, are you? Yeah. No, do you have the book? I'll leave the house with it. I'll, I'll buy it for you. Oh, you won't I, let I me buy on, it? No, I read on Kindle. Oh. It's kind of hard to get books. Oh, I can do that. All right, I'll buy you a copy. I'll have it sent <laughs> to your house. Oh, and... That's okay, dude. I don't listen to your music. I need to I need to read it now before I get that <laughs> the Beastie Boys book for oh, yeah. Christmas. My okay. brother was really upset. He's like, so how is that Beastie Boys book? I'm all, I recommended it because I read up on it. And he's like, well, you should tell people that you haven't read the, the full book yet. Yeah. You know what, Billy? I'm totally backing you on Billy, that. Billy Christmas. Well, Billy also wants you to actually read excerpts from yeah, the books. Yeah, I'm not that, doing that, dude. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fuck you. You guys go read the books. <laughs> he said he'll come on and actually read books. Maybe we that should do a segment. All right. Read a, read a snippet. Let's just, dude, let's just do a segment of crank calling. Your brother? Billy. Yes. All right. All right. He's, he's such a dick growing up. He's, he's like my... He's, <laughs> he, I mean, he, he had was to, your original nemesis. He had, to, he had to raise me too, but like he would beat the shit out of me basically every oh, day. Oh, he raised you? Well, pretty much. You're a dude. product of Billy? I was a latchkey kid. Fuck, and Billy, what did you do wrong? <laughs> 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 okay, my <laughs> recommendation, little indie film, Chris, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Dude, I want to see it. You better not ruin this I'm not going to ruin it, dude. It's fucking... I can't wait to see it. You know, it's supposed to be amazing. I, I mean, I've heard from tons of people. It's not like any animated movie I've seen before, like just the the stylistically. And it's just basically they're bringing Spider-Man from other dimensions. So basically anyone that gets bit by a radioactive spider can become a Spider-Man. And you really don't have a choice, which is kind of cool. And uh, some of the dimensions, there's a, there's a girl named Spider-Gwen. There's a... Uh, there's like a Spider-Man noir. He's all in black and white. Played oh, that's by cool. played by Nicolas Cage. That's cool. And I can't remember his name. And then there's a there's like a Porky the Pig Spider-Man. He's oh yeah, no, no. He's Spider Ham. Um, Peter dude, Porker. <laughs> dude, dude, there's it's very cool. It's very cool. And uh, and the 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 kid, the urban kid, he wears fucking some dope ass OG Jordans the whole time. The whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like. That's the only pair of Air Jordans I ever owned. And now I've been like, I'm probably going to end up, don't be surprised if you see me wearing some OG Jordans because I've kind of been obsessing about them ever since. My son is a sneakerhead now. He wants a pair of Jordans. I forbid it. And they re-released I, I the Jordans it. for the movie, but they put like blue on the bottom. Like they gave a little bit more Spider-Man touch to it. Those are the ones I really want, dude. No self-respecting uh, Utah Jazz fan would wear a pair of Jordans. And, you know, I wasn't a... I wasn't a big uh, comic book head <laughs> like you, Chris, but Spider-Man was my fucking jam growing up. I had a Spider-Man uh, crime fighter card that I kept in my wallet from like six years old. Just in case you got pulled over by the cops and like, be like, hey, let me show you my, my identification. <laughs> oh, sir, please carry on. <laughs> Probably, dude, I would let me go, but super cool. I'm not going to ruin anything and I... I hope everyone sees it so I could... I really don't have anyone to talk to about the movie. No one's seen it yet, but it's... I will see it this weekend. Believe the hype. It's it's really cool. It's really cool. I look forward to seeing it. And, uh... Okay, so the music I'm going to take everyone out with on this episode... I had a bunch to pick from, but I, I'm choosing from uh, Chris Cornell's box set, which kind of goes the whole retrospect from his whole entire career including temple of the dog his solo stuff um and he does this one song they don't explain it in the song but like if you looked on youtube basically chris cornell for his solo shows he did some cover songs and one of the cover songs he wanted to do was u2's one so he learned the song and he's like i don't really know the lyrics so he googled one lyrics and what printed out on his computer was metallica's one lyrics (laughs) And and uh, and he said, "Well, fuck it. Let me try." So he ends up merging the music part is U2's one, and the lyrics is Metallica's one, and it hurts my brain every time I hear it. But it, I think it's so cool at the same time. 
All right, let's hear it. All right, thanks.